Is Mr. Langford expecting you? Yes, I don't think he is. That's right. We watched The King of Comedy this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. Ah! How have you not seen that? 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 Welcome to this week's episode of The Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin, and as always, the insane, terrible comic who is trying to kidnap me to get me to put him on this show, Bryce Perkins. That's right. That's right. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. Okay. Well, uh, I gotta say, I'm glad to be back. Yes, uh, welcome I had, back. I had a little vacation time That's there. Right. Uh, Chaz feeling, is back from vacation. Feeling quite refreshed. Uh, good. Looking props, good too. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, props on uh, you for your uh, maybe ill-advised one-hour ramble session. Wait, I'm glad you brought this up. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about this because <laughs> because the numbers are in, Chase. You realize that the numbers are in. Yes, all I right. Do. And that. <laughs> You know, it's kind of funny because uh, that episode, the one that I did by myself, uh, it's got pretty much the most plays we've ever had in one day. So I, I well, it I'm was not, over the course of like four days when it hit thirty-four, but that was I'm, still more than I'm most not of ours. Saying that you're out, I okay. okay. I'm just I'm just asking how many times did you go play it? Listen, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> All right, honestly, I can say that I did do it twice on accident because the first time I pressed play when it first uploaded on Anchor, mm-hmm. and then that counted as one of the plays. Yeah. And so, and then I stopped it, and then I listened to it the next morning. Couldn't get through it. Oh, so then, well, you, then you started it again, and then... <laughs> no, that doesn't... That only counts as one. They only they know your IP and all that yeah. stuff. But, uh, but yeah, uh, anyway, but, you know, like I said, the numbers are in, and hey, you know, I mean... Well, just also, uh, I'm just saying. I gotta, we gotta throw a big shout out and a big thanks to uh, Ed. Yes, for filling in for me, or filling in for you. I mean, I know y'all kind of switched roles there, right? He filled so in as guest. Interesting. He, he filled in as co-host. Yeah. Um, and you know, we kind of made it official, and I'm glad that you could be here to help us out now. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, I will say. Uh, also Listen, Chase. Thanks. The numbers are in. The numbers are in. Okay. Also, thanks to Ed. Uh, I noticed that we have two more VHSs up on our show. Oh wait. Yeah, I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah, did I Carrie tell that. you about that? No, I noticed it. Did you just I, notice it? I live here. <laughs> no, oh, okay. I, when I got home, I was like, the first thing I did was come up to the podcast room. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, Bryce like drew penises on all my Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I'm actually ashamed of myself for not thinking of that. <laughs> you know? That's right. I was like, I bet Bryce like wrote your mother <laughs> on the wall. Large, very yeah. large. Actually, I did, but it's you'll. I use I use a certain kind of liquid. You'll oh okay. You can only see it under a certain kind of light. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I noticed that he Sperm. brought us uh, Gangs Sperm's of New York and American Psycho. Yes. So our uh, we've added. Yeah, our our VHS uh, collection is growing because you can only see sperm under a black light. I get it. Okay. So yeah, but we have Moving the tapes. On. We have Moving the tapes. On. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, it'll get bigger the more that we watch. That's what she said. Right. So um, anyway, so well, how nice, have you nice been? Done. That was sharp. I know you. You do. You are refreshed, aren't you? I am very yeah, refreshed. That was pretty. That was yeah. sharp. 
Uh, what did you ask me? How have you been? Oh. This is the first time I've seen you since I've been back. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's very good. It's very good to see you. Uh, I have been doing well. Uh, I'm glad that you're back. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that you're doing well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, I'm mostly just pretty much excited uh, to do this episode. Uh, and, you know, other than that, like you said, shout outs to Ed for, for holding down the fort while you were gone. Uh, Miguel and Stark, can't say the same about you guys. You guys really let us down just the really ball. hard. Um, but, you know, hey, what are, you know, we're friends, okay? So <laughs> we still love you. Well, we'll have him on uh, soon enough. I know that yes. Miguel is in the in the works, actually, to come on with us. So. Yes, and then he actually, I was going to surprise you, but he wanted to bring Ed along as well today. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So was, okay. if, you're, if your other friend had made it, it would have been a pretty it full been room. Pretty, pretty full <laughs> room. <laughs> For, yeah. Hey, not uh, that. The, that's the, fun. Close to you know? as full as the other one. All right. Right. Well, uh, let's get into it, brother. Uh, I have uh, a couple of questions. First off, uh huh, you'd never seen this movie, right? I never even heard of this it. fucking movie. Okay, and uh, that kind of gets me onto it. So, like, first of all, you didn't know any what it was about. No, I knew nothing about. Okay, this movie. so this one I had thrown the the name out there a couple of times. Uh, Did you? I really? don't think it was. I don't when know. We were talking about. Yeah, I think it might have been on the list. Oh, I don't. I think it is. Um. But it's a it's a lesser known Scorsese, right? You know, but you decided to do this one uh, because of what, circumstance, what, yeah. Because what what happened? So so my lovely wife Ashley is doing some screen acting classes, uh, just because she got a little bit of a bug about it again, uh, which is great. And so uh, in uh, one of the scenes that she was uh, doing for one of her classes was from this movie. Oh, was it the Sandra Bernhardt stuff? <clears throat> Who is that? That's the crazy woman in this. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Masha. We'll talk. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about her. Um, yeah. But uh, no, 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 no. Um, no, not a monologue. She actually played um, her. The person she was playing was um, was it Jerry Lewis's uh, assistant. Oh okay. Whenever whenever Pupkin is trying to get in to talk. Uh, oh no, it was the scene where she listened to the tape and, and was trying told to get him, him to go away. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was that, that was scene. the. She was the like the. E- the executive producer of talent or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah. and his like go to guy or whatever. And so yeah, she basically was yeah, it was the scene where she turned him down. It was very quick, uh, that kind of thing. And so she was like, I want to watch the movie so that I can see you what know, what's going have some on. kind of reference there and see what's yeah. up. So I was like, All right, never heard of this and I was like, Oh, Robert De Niro, you know, whatever can't be too bad and then I was like, Whoa, Scorsese. Yeah, it's how the, the fuck like how did I have I never I love Scorsese. Well, like, it is know? a lesser known Scorsese flick. Yeah, and why is that? Um, I don't know. Well, I know that it just kind of got lost, but it was a uh, pretty massive flop. Okay, that I could pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I pretty it much was, surmised. surmised. It was about it was Sur- about a surmised? twenty million dollar uh, movie. How much it, did it haul? Uh, the gross was two. It grossed two million <laughs> yeah, two in the million. box office. Yeah, the Cuban, oh. and and it didn't it didn't come out worldwide. Like that is the USA gross is the cumulative worldwide gross. It was two million five hundred five hundred thirty six thousand two hundred forty two dollars. This could have that could have that could have tanked De, uh, De Niro, man. Well, I mean, he was already De Niro at that point. But still, and but it didn't get panned by critics or anything. Critics love it. So sure. like that's not going to kill a, a movie or anything like that. Yeah, well, yeah, but, if you have critical support, then but um, I. They Scorsese and uh, um, De Niro did not work again until Goodfellas. 
Wow. They did not work together again until Goodfellas, which was 1990. What, was that, so that on, was eight years. Was that purposeful? Was that like, I'm done working with you? Like, well, fuck you? Did they get mad at each other? No, no. But, um, uh, hold on. I have a quote, I guess, or kind of a quote. He said, uh, Scorsese said, uh, first of all, he said that he probably should not have made this movie. Okay. Um, and then he did say that um, he, uh, he thinks that it is one of, uh, or that it's, uh, De Niro's best performance under his direction. Gotcha. He still thinks that it's his best performance. Really? Yeah. Better but, than a uh, taxi driver. Yeah. Well, and uh, and Raging, Raging Bull. Bull. Yeah. Wow. But he didn't did, he win the award the the Oscar for Raging Bull? Yeah. Wow. But okay. uh, he did say that the the filming process was grueling. It's and it's, I, the material is so feeling. rough. Uh huh. Because like I mean we'll talk about it when yeah, we get yeah, in there. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically he said it was it was emotionally draining and and uh-huh. it just they kind of got on each other uh-huh. a little bit and you know who knows uh, what exactly happened but uh-huh. right uh, right they may or may not have been totally in their right minds when they were doing this. I know sure. that Scorsese had just gotten. I mean, he was doing like movies back to back to back to back at this point, uh-huh. uh, right before this, and this was one of the last ones. And he was like, he had like pneumonia and exhaustion. Scorsese, and stuff. yeah. So he did this movie, and he was and they did it real fast. So that he mm. could have some time to rest, that he thinks mm-hmm. it was just yeah. a little rough. Yeah. But uh, that being said, uh, he did say that it's De Niro's best performance under him. So. Uh huh. But yeah. Um. So. You know. But yeah, it was a huge flop. So I think that's probably why it's not brought up a lot. It didn't, you know, win any big award. Well, I think it was a BAFTAs, but like it didn't get nominated for any Oscars or anything like that. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting what you were saying about him feeling like it was De Niro's best performance under his uh, direction. Tutelage, yeah, direction. Um, no, I like that word, tutelage. Tutelage, yeah. yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Tutelage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, this is not you by yourself. You don't have to go. With <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. I do have you helping me this time. Okay, good. Um, um. Because that he is great in this movie. Yeah, he is. He's it's and it's uh something that is not, it's not something that De Niro normally does. No, uh, it's it's a little bit out of out of box for him. You know. I mean, uh, he still is you, De Niro, yeah. but it's the character well, itself is out of seen, box. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen Cape Fear with De Niro? Fuck that, no. Okay, of course you haven't. <laughs> no. What is it? <laughs> That's another uh, Scorsese De Niro movie. What the fuck is this? Uh, it's a remake of uh, a '62. Uh, horror film or like thriller uh-huh. and uh, De Niro is a, a whack job whack-a-doodle guy coming after this guy and his family uh-huh. or whatever okay. but um, I've heard of it's, that it's movie. terrifying it's good we'll have to watch it okay, uh, I actually we'll just it saw it not too long ago when did that come out mid 90s I want to say oh like oh, okay. yeah I can I can oh, look it up here so in a second after uh, but after um, good Goodfellas yeah it was yeah it was after Goodfellas uh, but uh, he's like a real Real bad guy. That this one, I will say, is De Niro's most terrifying performance. Like, yeah, it, let's get it, into that. Yeah, <clears throat> it is. I mean, when like I hadn't seen this movie in about ten ten years or so because mm-hmm. I think the the first time I watched it, uh, I it was back when I was getting Netflix discs. That's yeah. how old we are. Yeah, and you've been uh, and back when you were hacking my account and putting this random person named Sarah. <laughs> no, there account. was there was. Yeah, no, we'll talk about that. I know it's. <laughs> this is I know before it's streaming. This is before streaming. Yeah, okay, BS. Okay. Before streaming. <laughs> uh, but like, I I actually still own a copy of it that I burned uh-huh. of this movie. But um, uh, yeah, so I was like in in college, like 2005, 2006 or something when I, yeah. when I rented it, and uh, I haven't watched it since. 
and I did not remember like just how terrifying it is. Like that whole first, like I mean, mm. you know, even after, but like that whole, st- like all the stuff of him just being nuts. Okay, so, so that's what I was gonna say. Why is it terrifying? Because he's insane. He's delusional. He's extremely yeah. delusional, uh, dude. Where and you can't. It's it's very it's unsettling. Well, like that scene. It's unsettling yeah. watching it, especially it's that scene after unsettling. he realizes he's been you know kicked out from like you know after he talks to. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jerry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after he talks to him the first time, and then he's in his basement, or like, uh-huh. well, first of all, he's just having dinner with him. Uh-huh. You know, and you don't know it at first that, it, that it's right. in his mind. And then it cuts to him it, performing yeah. it, and then yell, his oh, mom yelling yeah, it, yes. and he's like, oh. doing, he's like, shut up, mom!" And then like, oh, and then him sitting with the cardboard cut out of Liza Minnelli, yes, and like, dude. oh, oh, so I mean, uh, ew, it's, it's creepy. Yeah, it, it is right. It's so okay, creepy. I'm glad I'm not the only one that got that feeling yeah. from watching it because the whole t- it's. When yeah. I was watching it, I was sitting there. I wanted to crawl out of my skin. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was just like it's funny in a de- way, but not it's de- fucking. No. Creepy. I don't think it's even meant to be funny. No, I, it's meant to be creepy. It, yeah, and so and it, they, uh, if that really is the case, then Scorsese nailed it. Yeah, he did a great job because it it's effective. I was sitting there. I wanted to shut it off. I was so like it was so cringy. Yeah, so cringy. I wanted to shut it off, and you know, hats off. I mean, he's fucking Scorsese, dude. He knows what he's doing. But we'll get into why maybe this one was a little bit of a shortcoming. Yeah, uh, for him. Uh, Cape Fear was ninety-one, by the way. Oh, right after so good, right after good, right after Goodfellas. But yeah, no, and Scorsese, he, um, he even wanted like he did everything on purpose. The one thing that he wanted when he was filming the fantasy stuff uh-huh. and the regular stuff, he wanted there to be no difference between right. the two. And like he, they they look real. He yeah, he did yeah. a good job of that. Yeah, because like even at you know towards the end, like <clears throat> you're like. Because it's all done through the studio cameras, so it's a little mm-hmm. bit grainier, right? You know, it's kind of like, oh wait, is this another fantasy or is this really happening? Oh then, man, yeah, but yeah, it really was happening. So, uh, so okay, all right. There's, we'll get into the yeah. ending and all that stuff. But uh, here, let me go ahead and take you on the notes here. Okay, we talked about how it's Scorsese and De Niro, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Um, dude, let's talk about that. Um, well, first of all, he's. Joined the movie app canon, so he's finally made it. Finally made it. Post mortem, he's finally famous now that he's a part of our our <laughs> a canon. Part of our a part of our show. Yep. Um, but uh, so for those youngins that don't know, Jerry Lewis was like the original Jim Carrey or something. He was yeah. Like I mean, he, bigger. Bigger. He was yeah. like one of the first massive comedy stars right at the well, dawn it, of the yeah, age of it, television he him was, and dean martin yeah they had their comedy he was, duo he was fucking massive yeah jerry lewis everyone knew who jerry lewis yeah. was and then he you know did his own movies and uh-huh. uh i remember watching all those old telethons in the when i was like a kid mm-hmm. the for uh ms i think uh-huh musk, musk yeah, yeah 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 or, yep. yeah yeah uh Multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and he had the he had the uh, telethons, like you or said. Was it muscular dystrophy. I think it was multiple sclerosis. Anyway. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, it was a telethon. Yeah, it was a telethon, which they don't even really have those. They don't anymore. do those anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, just, just who he is. Who he is, right? Fucking massive, fucking huge, uh, and also uh, one of the most respected uh, comedy figures. Like widely respected comedy mm-hmm. figures in in the industry uh, in general, yeah. right? So also known as a huge fucking dick, right? Right? right absolutely. Yeah. So so he's in this uh, respected for his craft, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. You know? I mean, because like I said, he was one of the first guys to really blow up like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
my, did my dad like him? No. Does my dad like Jim Carrey? No. no. <laughs> Dad's not a fan of that style, but yeah. it is what it is. Uh, anyway, uh, oh yeah, and him and Dean Martin hated the fuck out of each other. Anyway, he this was cool seeing him in this because not only is he older, you know, uh-huh. he still isn't old enough to where it's like, all right, he's just some old guy now. He's like right at that old person age where it's like he's like in his golden years, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. So he's past all of his slapstick heyday. And he's playing a very serious. He's playing the showbiz side of it. Yeah. He's playing the business side of it, not the being on screen side of it. He's playing the business side of it. He got so much praise for this movie, like in cool. his acting cool. in this movie. Yeah. And he disregarded it all because he said that he was just playing himself. He's well, like, I was literally just playing myself. And in fact, it was his uh, idea to change the name because mm. it was Bobby Langdon. In oh, the original okay. script, and he said, "Let's change it to Jerry." Yeah, yeah. So that that's we could shoot out. Anyway. Well, and he said we could shoot. You know, when we're shooting all the New York scenes, we could just use it because people will be oh, shouting Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's right. All the New York reaction stuff uh-huh. is real. Real, yeah. Except yeah, yeah, for yeah. like the cab driver and then the lady on the phone, including Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was real. real. <laughs> and we'll talk about her too. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, Jerry. Yeah. So anyway, Jerry Lewis probably is the the original king of comedy right so it's yeah. kind of neat having him in this well you know, uh um, you want to hear some people that were up for the the part of yeah. jerry or, was or bobby at the time uh no uh frank sinatra dean martin mm. sammy davis jr <laughs> joey bishop and orson wells were all considered before jerry lewis oh wow and uh but the only one that was actually offered the role mm. who turned it down mm-hmm. this will make perfect sense johnny carson oh wow yeah, that would because it really is a yeah. Johnny Carson character, right? You know? Right, exactly. So, um, um, yeah, I could see Carson turn it. What does Carson need to do that for? You know what I mean? Well, he's he also not an actor. Movie. You know, it's like David Letterman. Yeah, who, like people were trying to get him to act. He's right, like, I right. Don't do like, that. No. I'm not. And also, it's, it's like, thing. dude, you, you fucking Johnny, the Tonight Show, dude. Yeah, in the if in I was the Johnny, early eighties, I wouldn't do like, anything but that, and that's yeah. what he did. You know, fuck that. Yeah, he's like the he was the fucking king. Anyway, that's that's interesting though, and that makes total sense. But it was cool to see Jerry Lewis uh, not play the comedy thing and just yeah. be himself, like he apparently said. Yeah. Uh, and he is great in this movie. Um, De Niro actually wrote Scorsese a letter uh, before they started filming, and he was like, I don't think we should use Jerry Lewis. He's wow. Like, this is a, he's too slapstick. It's never going to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't. It's just, it's not a thing. This is not uh-huh. good. You know, it's going to be, he's going to ham it up. He was right. afraid he was going to ham it up. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and um, a, uh, yeah, and Scorsese said, no, man, I've seen his work. He's too slick. Uh-huh. Like, he can do this. Right, right. It, it's it's going to be great. And, right. then, you know, it he really did, was. And he nailed it. I yeah. mean, yeah, he was really good at just being that. He was like, it was it was really cool because you, it really was like, even though it was a movie and it's supposed to be an acting performance, you felt like you really were seeing the business side of it yeah. from jerry lewis's perspective yeah i mean it felt real yeah he felt absolutely. like that was him and and you surely know, also the same thing with he's De Niro. Probably you met, felt like he's probably met a, a bunch of rupert pupkins he's yeah probably met a bunch of those well the okay he's walking down on the street and then the ladies on the the pay phone mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know what that is <laughs> it's a booth with a phone in it that was publicly used you put money in it right money was these uh circular metallic <laughs> objects you didn't put 
uh-huh. your credit card. It was actual cash, right? Uh, coins, you could, uh, yeah. not bitcoins, yeah, like you, physical coins. Not yeah. Uh, you put it in there, and you could make telephone calls. And so you hear the lady saying, "Like, oh my God, you'll never guess who's walking down the street." And she turns to him, and she's like, "You're Jerry. I love you." She gives, he gets him to autograph something, and she goes, "Say hi to my nephew. He's in the hospital." He yeah, goes, yeah. No, I don't have time. She yeah. goes, I, I hope, hope you get you, cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you're saying that was real? Uh, that wasn't real. That was scripted. Oh, okay. But okay. that really happened to Jerry Lewis. Oh, he sure. Came and he's I like, he's like, I got an idea for a, a thing. So he yeah. not only wrote that little scene because it actually happened to him. He actually directed that little scene. Mm, mm. So, yeah, but he goes, yeah, that. I can that see that. Really happened to me. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it was cool. It was cool seeing. Uh, I, I mean, I've honestly, I've never. See, really seen Jerry any of Jerry Lewis like I've never like gone back and looked up any I'm of so it's, surprised it's so fucking old right yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's um, a couple of really good ones that we might have to cover I'm sometime. sure I'm sure but but it's so it was cool to just kind of I've never seen him really perform at all and I was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. uh, and so that was cool um, and then uh, there is a very surprising um, casting that I didn't expect in Sandra Bernhardt and mm-hmm. I didn't expect that because, uh, honestly, I had no idea that she was even active back then. This was her second movie. I had no idea she was that old, yeah, this <laughs> to is, be yeah. honest. You know? This is her I second she, movie. she wasn't like doing shit until the 90s yeah, or something. Yeah, this is her second movie and uh, her first speaking role. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Sandra Bernhardt, she's in this movie called King of Comedy, okay? And she plays the female um, uh, foil to... Uh, Rupert Pumpkin uh, to De Niro's Pumpkin in, in this movie and she is bonkers yeah she's bonkers yeah she's great she has that distinct face you know very distinct face she was on uh, Roseanne really yeah well I know that uh, actually Dangerfield uh, played a big part in, in helping her come up mm-hmm. when he like through his Dangerfield's nightclub his uh, oh, comedy yeah, club yeah. and stuff where he had a bunch of people come up. Uh, she was one of those, um, one of those people that he saw something in and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, you know, one of those. So that I mean, and I had just to learn that from watching a a, a E True Hollywood story on Ronnie Dangerfield. So then when I saw her in the movie, I was <laughs> like, like, oh, oh okay, I'll kiss me. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But anyway, uh, so she's great. Um, I just wanted to kind of give that shout out there. She's joined the movie Gap Cannon. She's yep. finally made it. That's good. Um, but yeah. Uh, my note about those uh about the delusions yeah was just straight up man these fantasies dot 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 yikes <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean that's how i was feeling i was just sitting there just like uh, you just you know. feel you're like watching like a ted bundy thing or something it is very wrong and it sucks because you <clears throat> you know that 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 sh- there's millions yeah. or thousands probably of guys like that are s- still doing like i don't know it like touches on a on a really i don't want to call it dark but on a very like honest aspect it hits a nerve it hits a nerve yeah because you know that there's people it's out real. there that yeah. do that and really you know are stuck in something like that <laughs> and also like when he's even when he's making the uh the tape for for Jerry, oh my god! And he was yeah, like, and yeah, obviously yeah. he wanted to like tape 
him actually doing a set not right this is how it's gonna go uh-huh. and like sitting there doing it and like recording the the sounds and then doing it uh-huh. i mean that would be like you know two guys just talking about something or recording and putting it out there putting it out there for, for, for no like, reason without without anyone even yeah. asking them to it's, it's so creepy it is it, weird and it dumb. really hits a nerve it hits a nerve <laughs> yeah i know right we'll see it, it hits the nerve personally uh of course, like you can't watch that as a person and not because everyone has hopes and dreams, right? Yeah. So you can't watch that as a person and not kind of be like, ooh, you know, like, oh, yeah, my dreams are dumb. Like, I, you know, I look like this guy or whatever. But like, but at the same time, it, it, uh, it, it hits a nerve because it's like, you know, because of what he ends up going and doing. And yeah. It, it, like, people I mean, you can actually, tell he's people, delusional. There's, there's, yeah. There's a it's, difference between having psychosis. the dreams yeah. and then doing that shit. Yeah. The, what he know? was doing was psychosis. Right. Like, that was psych- right. psychotic just pure behavior. denial. It is not just, like, having a dream. Right. Like, yeah. pure denial. He was and then, in a fantasy world. Right. I mean, he fucking, in his fantasy, where he's having dinner, like we were talking, uh-huh. uh, he, he gets invited by Jerry to go up to the house for the weekend, mm-hmm. and then he fucking goes. Dude, and he was with with that uh, oh. the bartender who and like it's great. It's great because when he first shows up, you don't know if, if he really yeah. was supposed to be there or not, or if it's another fantasy scene, yeah. or, or what. It's not and until Jerry just you, looks at him like, yeah, yeah. You slowly start to figure out through the uh, the butler, jo- yeah. Jono, who was funny by the way. That oh, yeah, c- continue. Yeah, yeah. But you slowly start to realize through his reactions that oh wait, he's he's actually doing this, and he brought that girl yeah. with him. Oh, the bartender. Yeah, uh, yeah. His real life wife at the time. Robert De Niro's yeah. real life wife. Yep. Wait, that was Robert De Niro's wife, Diane Abbott. Yeah. Really? Yeah. At the time, they're not married anymore. No, what? he's been married a couple of times. You know what? You he never, just he you just never, got divorced. He doesn't have high profile relationships, huh? No, he keeps I, that shit low key, huh? Uh, yeah, that's smart. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. What like what kind of famous person is he ever dated? Well, I mean, she was an actress. Yeah, I said famous person. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'll look it up. Okay. But yeah, because I continue. Uh, yeah, like slowly starting to see. Yeah, the whole movie just keeps playing on that because they set it up with the fantasies so hard in the beginning that you don't like you were saying like you can't ever really be sure of the reality that you're in when you know that you're watching you know mm-hmm. uh but then as okay you, wait, wait as John, you that scene you were gonna say something about yeah. Jono. yeah so Jono, uh basically that whole scene mm-hmm. uh is improvised the whole scene of de niro barging in Really? With Jono, like the fact that he couldn't get the door figured out and everything, uh-huh. that was just a mess up. Like the the actor who played Jono really couldn't get it figured out and like they just went with it and it kept going. And then uh, De Niro kept Oh, like, like when Jerry was like, What, you you can't let you can't even open the door? Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jerry, I mean, Jerry just kind of went with it. So like they, w- they played with it and like, you know, him running in there and, you know, uh, Diane Abbott, I forget what her character's name was, like being like, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't even fucking know the guy. Right, like, right, right. I just right. thought, it, you know, like we need to leave, like that was oh. all really improvised. Yeah, yeah. And De Niro kept like using like some like subtly or sometimes not so subtly anti-Semitic language and stuff with Jerry without like and Jerry was kind of taken aback and kind of would keep getting pissed while they were shooting because you know De Niro was doing it method to uh-huh. get him to right, get th- right, that right. that 
uh, reaction out of Jerry and yeah. started working. And Jerry is not used to like, first of all, not really used to improv. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. As well as all this At kind all. of stuff. Right. So right. like it, it really makes a very strange scene. Absolutely. And yeah. The scary. Ten- the tension is palpable. Well, especially because he didn't. He's like, I want you to leave now. He's and she's like, he wants us to leave. He didn't say he wants us to leave. He never said. He never said that. He's right. Like, right. Oh right. uh, yeah. He literally just said yeah, it yeah, yeah, eight yeah. times. Yeah. And the fact that he's that De Niro just, does so good at just not giving in. Yeah. Just, and then changes his mind. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. That is a good joke. Let's write that bit, and we'll right. have all your friends come over. And we'll all we'll right, put in right, prison. Right, right. And he goes, but seriously, let's work on this stuff. And he's like, yeah. you know, just. Moving along like uh-huh. an insane person, like like exactly, yeah, like so, like complete denial. But what's fucked up, I feel like, uh, is that like they, wh- whoever wrote this, and I, f- I feel like Scorsese had a part in the screenplay or something. But whatever, whoever wrote this, uh, Paul D. Zimmerman. Oh, okay. Well, it was like Scorsese's I'll, not really a writer, right? Right. Um. It was obviously inspired by something, you know what I mean? Like, like that sh- the shit has to really happen to people in showbiz all the time, you know what I mean? Uh, I That's mean, what probably sucks. Similar, yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's not based on anything, right? Of course, yeah. like nothing specific, of course. But like to even get the idea, you know what I mean? They yeah. surely have met a bunch of Rupert Pumpkins before. Oh yeah, and like that, just. Oh, uh, and it's, it's just very just, creepy. Uh, I don't know. It's it's sad, man. It just makes me feel sad. But uh, but yeah. So so getting into that where they hijack him and they kidnap yeah, where they him. kidnap him. This is to me. This is where the movie starts to kind of take a weird turn and like I don't know. Let's talk about the. Sh- Let's see. I said this movie is dark and twisted. De Niro's mustache, which is something. This that- is the only. Scorsese film where De Niro has facial hair. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's like really a thing. That's true. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's cool, but like, yeah. it's, a, it's so specific. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I'm just saying. This I'm, is the I, only Scorsese film where De Niro has this one hair. actor <laughs> did this well, he's one in so thing. many Scorsese films. Right, 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 right. Um, but uh, but yeah, the mustache is the perfect uh, touch though for his character. It's such a weird, like tiny, wispy yeah, little... tiny little thing that just like, but it fits nicely. Yeah, it looks like an old school mustache. Anyway, um, which I guess now technically it was. Um, so okay, what we were saying, or uh, my final note was, it feels like Scorsese phoned it in. You think the end? Just I yeah. Mean, by I, the I end think, of it, it just felt phoned well, in. Well, it becomes less of a of a fantasy once he starts doing doing something about it, and yeah. it's real creepy. Yeah. Uh, but and then then it, you know the real craziness is well still him, uh-huh. but uh, with uh, Sandra Bernhardt right, the, right, right, when right. she's left alone with him, right, and like does not have any problem having a conversation with herself. Just with him yeah, there, like, she's and she all improvised. Hers she's is improvising hers? all oh, that really? stuff with him, and it's just like I mean, it's like verbal vomit. You yeah, know? absolutely. Where she starts to talk about her dad, and then she goes, "I love you." Right. I've never told my parents I love you. I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like what is going her character on? is like straight stalker. Off, yeah, off know? the deep end. Yeah, off the deep end. Whereas the role was turned down by Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Oh, that would have been really that interesting. Was original idea. Well, see, that's where, yeah, if I wish that the movie kept playing with the fantasy and reality thing, 
rather than suddenly going on an actual plot of, well, then we're going to kidnap him, and then this is, and then I'm going to well, do this, and because once it starts saying, following the but, plot, I'm just like. But with ah. him, see, with Scorsese, he's he's you know generally a a very linear storyteller. You know, right. so the the idea of the fantasies and stuff is just showing you the mind of an insane person like this, right. to the point where he cracks and does something. Uh-huh. You know, after getting kicked out of his house and realizing that it's not happening, uh-huh. he snaps and is like, "Well, this is the only way." So, how do you feel about the fact that he ended up famous, getting his way? I mean, that's that's life. He did go to prison for six years. He went to prison and then got famous, but I don't know. I man. Mean, to me, that that is, I think, I think it way ruined more. It I, needed to be more of a tragedy. I feel like I don't. I don't think so. Because Scorsese's so good at making things well, Jerry, super fucking yeah, hard. Jerry hitting. Lewis. Jerry Lewis wanted his character to get killed by them at the end. Dude, that would have been way cooler. But uh, Scorsese said that's not that's not what this movie is. It should have been. Yeah, I feel like well, it been. and like you know, but the whole idea of him getting famous from that is uh, something that you know i i would have thought is more of a present day kind of thing with the 24-hour news cycle and like the criminal gets the win because it's such an interest it's a more interesting story than just some some right, guy being some funny guy. Right, right, right right you know and going through the doing the work and yeah. Stuff. yeah so um but i thought it was like a little ahead of its time in that way but yeah it is a weird a little bit but you know, even like after he kidnaps him, there's only like 20 minutes left of the movie. I know, and then it, see, and that's the other thing. It just like yeah, the movie is only like an hour and a half long. Yeah, uh, and then it just kind of feels a little bit rushed. And then, and then, this is the perfect segue into what we wanted to do here. We, when he goes on and does his does the the bit, uh-huh. or does his five his five, um. And people are like, actually, la- la- it's Some too it, unrealistic. Yeah. No fucking way, dude. Well, you know, it is in a studio. They're, you know, they tell right, they're, and they're stuff. primed, and I yeah. guess they're ready to laugh and stuff. But I it's don't know, creepy, man. It didn't. Well, it's because it's not funny. I know, and the fact that he's getting the laughs, I, like I to me, I guess what I'm saying is that it was primed. There were so many opportunities to really let it go tragic. And really let it go off the deep end, and really unnerve you, mm-hmm. and then it just never happened. You know, like he could have bombed, and then maybe he wants to kill himself. Like maybe he really snaps. Yeah, but that's that just not, all that's not the story, though. But that's it could, what, I'm I, what I'm saying is that yeah. it could have been. I mean, and, and yeah. or, or what I'm, all I'm saying is that maybe that would have been more more of an interesting story to me. That would have been more of an interesting story because it just kind of flatlines, in my opinion. Uh, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, I, it does kind of just. I mean, once it once it all is said and done, it, like he goes to prison and then he writes the book and then he's famous. And then he's like, famous. It's the bit. And then he the has end. his own show and then it's and then it's over and it's like. What? Yeah, well, now I now the, that I don't know about with the it was that fantasy, show because it, was that, the yeah. way the announcer was just repeating and repeating. Right. Himself. So like, it was does that loop. mean it? Like, is it is it fantasy or is it not? Right. I mean, that felt like fantasy he, for real, but right. like, maybe he never even wrote the book. Maybe he's thinking that in prison right you know because it was all stuff that he could have been making up himself it was very glamorized the way that he glamorizes you know when he's having lunch with uh jerry in his mind Uh the lady comes up and has him sign an autograph not jerry right 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 right. yeah and then yet then uh when they get the doodles the caricatures made of him he goes why is your head bigger than mine so in even in his own subconscious, <laughs> uh-huh. even though he's making himself a bigger star, he's still insecure enough to make the 
the caricature of Jerry bigger uh-huh. and be hurt by it. Right. So exactly. th- there's like a lot of little levels in there. Yeah, I know. I get that. But so, I mean, with the ambiguity at the end, though. I just and is it ambiguity like, or is it not? I really don't know. I know. And you that's, know Scorsese, and it seems the, like with the, him, he I would, think, he would I, have no ambiguity. I think that, that, but that's, I think we're getting at the root of the what is ultimately the problem for me with this movie is that, like, there's no fucking clarity at all. It's just kind of like, what did I just watch? Yeah. Well, Bryce, that is a form of storytelling. I know, but that is I, a narrative what, I'm saying is, no what I'm saying is, you I like don't, clarity. I don't. Well, I don't like clarity. It's not about. It's not necessarily about the clarity. It's just sometimes the ambiguity is awesome. Like there's movies like Eternal Sunshine. The ambiguity in that movie. What was be- ambiguous about that? Eternal Sunshine in the Spotless Mind. Yeah. You never know what is real and what's fake and what no, you, you know, know what they're doing and you know what's real. It's all real. They're getting deleted right. in his brain, and then when he wakes up, the only it does end with kind of open ended because they. Forgotten each other, right? And then they meet again on a train. Uh huh. And so, like, are they going to fall in love again? I guess that's right. that's sort of open ended. But need to it's re-watch not. That yeah, one then. I think you're. I think you're combining two movies. What do you? What movies? Or something? I don't know. There's plenty of movies that are ambiguous. But yeah. That one's not. I don't think that or, one's ambiguous. Okay, so like David Lynch, like <laughs> Mulholland Drive. Okay, yeah. Right. Or, or any or, or any Inception. of his fucking movies. Or Inception, yeah. Inception is very ambiguous. Right. Yeah. But but it does it it does it with a certain amount of a conviction. I feel well, like you there know, wasn't Well, you know that you have to make a decision. With this one, it kind of feels like this is just real. Right, exactly. You know, it doesn't but, feel because then, it, you know, it's like, also so, so that's what it is. It feels like a shortcoming of the ambiguity because yeah. it's like there's not enough of it. Yeah, there's you know not enough mean? to make you think it is or isn't as right. much as it is to make you think it is. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I see what you're saying. It, there's right. not like, there's it's not like, closure. Like, yeah, it's not, like, it doesn't feel like closure. Or just, or just commit harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like give us more. Well, but like that's one problem with it. If you, if you do more to say is it real or you know, is it not, then it's going to like lean more well, towards the fact that it's, that it's not here's real. The thing, here's the thing in this, and let me just say something right now. I, I honestly, personally, I can't wait to sit down with Scorsese and tell him how he needs to be doing his job better okay well, he already i'm just said, gonna put it that way i will y- All right? you might be right i can't wait to tell scorsese right how to scorsese. be a better director yeah exactly <laughs> but you might be right about what you're saying with the the clarity of it and everything right scorsese himself says he should not have done this movie oh well, he was not the first director uh Milos yeah. foreman was originally going to be one of the director for this i don't even know who that uh is. that's the uh, he directed um uh, Cuckoo's Nest is the first thing that fucking Oh, okay. But he directed that. He's he, he's done a lot of movies, but he, this was going to be his mm-hmm. uh, movie to direct, and then it became Scorsese's. But uh, with, I mean, it was still going to have De Niro and and Lewis mm-hmm. when uh, Foreman was going to oh. direct it. So, but oh, so maybe, the studio was just like, hey, do you want this? I mean, you know how things get yeah, changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know things. And one thing that inflated the budget also was the looming uh, threat of the. Writer strike, uh, oh, director strike right, in right. the in the early eighties. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, so. we all remember that because we were all around <laughs> in the early eighties. <laughs> we've no, had um, we've only had one person on here that <laughs> Scott. Yes, yeah, would have been the only one. That yeah, we were, yeah. Or maybe uh, Dwayne. I think Dwayne. Dwayne oh was yeah, alive. maybe yeah, yeah 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 maybe yeah. I, sure. I honestly don't know how old Dwayne is. Me neither. Shout out three beers, uh, three beers, three and a beers mic. and a mic. Go follow, listen and follow fellow Houston podcasters. Uh, uh, all right, and well, also you go, talk go about... follow, go follow Scott White on uh, fucking social oh, yeah. media. Always. Uh, um, all right, so you want to talk about the 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 bit 
Yeah, yeah. Let's get so it. the whole movie. Let's diagnose. The whole movie. We don't know what his material. Is. Right. Even it's a very we, big yeah, tease. Even when we see his, uh, you know, him like practicing it in front of that crazy picture of like all those cutouts of an audience laughing. Right. Right. Again, right, 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 right. Terrifying. Right. You know. Right. But, but um, also a really good shot though. Yeah. And then you know when him doing like like about to like when he's recording the thing to give to Jerry, mm-hmm. you know uh, the him doing his set or whatever. It never cuts to it because his mom keeps yelling in. Mm-hmm. The mother, played by Sandra Bland, Scorsese's actual mother. Really? She was also, yeah, she was in Goodfellas too. But yeah, she, whoa, but yeah, she was whoa. The, she was um, Joe Pesci's mom. In, in Goodfellas. No shit. Yeah. Wow. The one with the painting that we have. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That that was uh, that's Scorsese's mom, and then wow. that this is that was Scorsese's mom in this too. But you only heard her in this. Mm-hmm. You didn't see her. But anyway, uh, see, well, well, actually, speaking of Goodfellas, Goodfellas is the perfect example of what I'm talking about about how far they could that this movie could have gone. Yeah, Goodfellas good- is also a true story. Well, pff, come on, it's based on a true story. It's yeah, not, it's but not it's like based on the book. That yeah, I mean, it's, you know, come it's on, it's a true story. It's based on. It's on, basically it's a document. It's basically. But a listen, what I'm saying though is that I mean, Scorsese he does. He, he looks punches. in the camera at the very end of the movie, showing you it's a documentary because you never break the fourth wall. That's Carrie's that favorite part of that movie. That's true. Is when he looks in the camera. Really? No, she hates. It. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she it fucking. It is. It. it is a little bit of a. Yeah. Yeah. But this is not about. <laughs> but well, no, no, no. Well, I was just gonna say, like, yeah. Scorsese goes. He doesn't pull any punches on that. In the tension, he lets it fucking topple over and go off the yeah. deep end and go dark. Again, and you see it again. It's that's just not what you know. this movie is. I, you fine, know. I know. But he that's didn't why write it. That's he why didn't write it. Well, that's fair too. You know, it's and, not. But it also, was a that's why. Script. But, um, all I'm saying is that that's my critique of it, and it is yeah, the main no, reason why a, I don't like it so much. You know, but that, I'll get to my rating fair. later. Stay, stay tuned for my rating. You're gonna want to. I'm not hear attacking. It. I'm not attacking your critique. I'm just defending listen, the, listen, the the idea. Listen, of the Chase. Film. We all know what you're doing here, okay? And, uh, and what I don't I, appreciate what I, it, but what I, I gotta, doing? But you know what? But but I got. I don't appreciate, it, but I love you and I respect you. Okay, so I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. All right. And okay. we're gonna talk. We all know, but we all know what we, you're doing. You think that you're better than me. It's all good, okay. I mean, I don't. But, think hey, that. but listen, I don't think that, right? But listen, but listen. All I'm going to say to you I is, real quick. All I'm going to say to you is, the numbers are in. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to fucking sit on that. I mean, come on. Can I not? <laughs> I know. Man, you know, uh, one of these days you're going to like break a throat muscle, and I'll have to do an episode fuck, all by don't myself. Don't say that. Don't say that. No, no, no. Take take that back. I don't want that out in the universe. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm just going to record an terrible. episode all by myself and post you can, it. You can do it. You can do a and solo. Then, and then, then I'll get fuck all it. the I'll get all the the numbers. It would be fun. It'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, I did, <laughs> I did that basically with those mini episodes that we deleted because right, we were right, keeping right. our our numbers down. The, the, yeah, the, the, the averages. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Um, um, all right, so let's talk about that the last bit. Ba- last bit. The five, before before we start, five. Uh, in preparation for this role, De Niro, uh, Robert De Niro studied a stand-up comic, uh, stand-up comic of the time. Do you have any guesses of who that stand-up is? Well, I'm going to do one obvious guess, and then I'm going to try to do one off-the-wall guess. Yeah. Now he he, guess. he was mimicking this guy in in ways. That's who, so it, you, Dangerfield. You know, no. Okay. Um, I'll, hint? No. Okay. Seinfeld? No, not at all. Not big enough yet. Yeah, not big enough yet. Uh, um, wait, wait, wait. Definitely wasn't prior. No. <laughs> it was not prior. 
but their styles are so similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I uh, would be surprised if you've seen anything. Idiot. Richard Lewis? No. Okay, but am I am I kind of in? You're the closer, same? but I mean, there's a lot more Richard Lewis mm, stuff out there, and there's probably right. some of this guy. But this guy has been on. TV pretty much all of your life. I know you've I seen imagine, the yeah, show. Yeah. There's one show in particular that he was on for a long, long time, and uh, that show is not a comedy. Mm, I don't know. Give it to me. Give it to me, baby. Richard Belzer. That's what I was going to say. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Belzer was- A was, stand-up. Well, I knew he was yeah. a stand-up, um, but- he was that big as a stand-up already at I mean, that time? Yeah, and that and especially in New York. Uh-huh. You know. Wow. So, cool. Yeah. So that's who he studied to, and if, to do. For this. those of you All that right. don't know who we're talking about, Law and Order. Yeah. He's on Law and Order. He's the guy with the glasses. The dark he wears the dark glasses on Law and Order. Not CSI, not the fucking one liner guy, David Caruso. that's David Caruso. Anyway. <laughs> Look it up. Ice Richard tea? Belzer. Oh, Ice T. Ice T is <laughs> Ice T is Richard Belzer, right? <laughs> Yes, and De Niro studied iced tea <laughs> for this role. <laughs> Richard Meltzer playing do, iced tea. To do the five. To do his five. Yeah. Fuck uh, yeah, dude. So, yeah, I have the whole monologue pulled up here. Yeah, let's break it down. Uh, so, who wrote the monologue? Was it the, the... He had to have hired a comedian to... I mean, it's... I just know who wrote the screenplay. Okay. I did not find right. any research saying, okay. oh, somebody wrote this so, actual stuff. But So this is tricky, thought, right? Yeah. Doing Having comedy bits in a in a drama, that's a tricky th- play. Yeah. It's a tricky play. So. Well, and, you know, okay, so him describing his, his material all this time, he does say, you know, I, uh, you know, when he's talking to Jerry at the table, he's like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. Jerry's like, I, or even at the... You know, all the different times that he's ta- talking, I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. to Jerry about his material, and Jerry's like, I love it, it's so good. Right, right, right. You know, right. And, and, but one time uh, De Niro says uh, um, something like, oh, I, you know, I just take all the shit that I've been given, you know, all the hard stuff, and my, all the really, or he says something uh-huh. about how his life was oh, rough. Oh, right, and right, he goes, right, And then I just turn it into yeah. something positive. Right. And if you, if like, when you read this thing, if you just sit and read it, it's sad. It's not. A, there's not jokes really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, there's like little jokes in there, but like it's mostly just fucking dark. Yeah, said in a know? different context, it's and, really yeah, and sad. It, like it starts out with like little like haha one-liners, like he says. Right. I got a bunch of like little one-liners at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know that they they called weak, and you know that Jerry, uh, fantasy Jerry, called super strong. Right. You know if they were any right, stronger, right, right. you couldn't lift them or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But um. And then as it goes on and on, it gets less joking and more just like, wow, this guy like might want to kill himself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. which is why I say it would have been awesome if he bombed, and then he, you know what I mean? I feel like he should have bombed on the show. Well, we don't necessarily. Again, if you want to get, I know, I know. Which which actually, yeah, that's a good point. Which does make it more, it makes it more interesting. But we do know that he was on the show, but there was a lot of laughter for being on that show. And, you know. And and not ever doing stand-up before in your entire life. Because that's one of the main things, is that he's, his character, he's a guy that's trying to cut the line, basically. Yeah. Because he feels like he's too old to do the circuits and 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 get the practice. Already good, which. And he and then you he know also from feels experience getting on stage. Right, you you are if you not think, what you think. Yeah, if you think that you are good and you've never done it before, trust me, you are not good. Yeah, try it. Yeah, try, try it. it. And the audience will tell you 
you fucking suck. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And that's literally every single stand-up comedian has gone through that. And so that plays into this guy's delusion because, of course, he would think that. He already is delusional, so of course he would already think he's good. Yeah. So the, f- the fact that he goes on stage and kills... Well, um, and again, we don't necessarily know that he's killing. It's right, a, it's right, a right, studio right. audience. Right. They've been, you know, all right. that kind of stuff. They the, the yeah, coach. yeah. But uh, also, you know, it it's just kind of weird. But also, I, I do think that he's practiced this so much mm-hmm. and has it in his head so much that he would be that comfortable. Now, because that's he's tr- yeah, delusional. that is true. That's true. You know, so it, whether or not he's actually getting the laughs, I think him being that comfortable and being able to get through the jokes, he's not even really, really listening, listening to, the to the audience. Really listening to the audience. Because yeah, he's already heard point. the audience that's his entire point. time. Yeah. You know, like when that's they're a, all that's laughing a good breakdown. Thing, yeah, yeah. You know, like when he's doing it to the, the wall. Uh-huh. Him yeah, doing yeah. it to the wall is just like the him doing thing. it to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so, never hears laughter, but he's always hearing the laughter. I'm going to go with that. Actually, yeah. I like that a lot. I think you're right. Yeah. I, or I agree with you on that one. Yeah, that's good. And like, also, his his you know movements and stuff are not that good. They're very stiff. Right. But they're like you could tell he's calculated, right. and all of his but that's little Richard Belzer's pauses. Fault. Yeah, <laughs> like he's done it where like you could tell uh-huh. that he does it every time he's he's rehearsed it and rehearsed it and rehearsed it to where he does the pauses the same way uh-huh. the way you would right. if you were a stand up in a club you know for 10 years exactly practicing it this guy has practiced it you know they say like something about stand up do it 10,000 times and then you'll start being good just like like that's how you get started right exactly but uh this guy probably has done it 10,000 times but to himself staring at a wall of laughing people yeah yeah, which you're right if you're that delusional it really wouldn't matter what the audience says but but just for for uh you know reality's sake you're not actually doing it unless you do it in front of an audience. No, yeah, yeah for real, so, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, so, you know, it starts out with him talking about, uh, you know, being poor, and, like, they get a little a little jokes in there, and then, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, if only my mom were here today, I'd say, hey, Ma, what are you doing here? You've been dead for nine years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, uh, oh. is that just a comedian Whoa, writing a joke? Dude, I didn't even think about that. What if... I know. I just thought about that too. When, when, when I, well, not, I thought about that in the thing, but Whoa. I wrote it off in my head as, Dude, break- "Oh, he's just making a joke." Right, right. But what if? Because you know what else? What I just thought of uh-huh. is he tells Sandra Bernhardt when she's chasing him down the street to try yeah, yeah. have him give a letter uh-huh. to yeah. Jerry. He said, "I haven't paid my rent." I, he's like, "I'm behind on my rent." Yeah, yeah. Why is he paying rent to live with his mother? Right. in the basement or whatever, oh. and he's so he might. He might be fucking nuts. I mean, we know he's nuts, but like that might not even because we never Whoa, see them. This mom. just dropped a fucking. This just dropped. A fucking, I know. I just got goosebumps. On yeah, this. dude. Actually, I, honestly, me too. Whoa. Okay, keep bringing it okay. down. What else? So, uh, you know, he's like, hey, well, you know, but seriously, you should have seen her. He t- talks about you know, blonde, beautiful, intelligent, alcoholic. Uh huh. We used to drink milk together after school. Mine was homogenized. Hers was loaded. Again, these one-liners coming uh-huh. out. Uh, using that darkness to make yeah, some humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, once they picked her up for speeding, they clocked her doing far- 55. All right, but in our garage? Oh. And when they tested her, they found out that her alcohol had 2% blood. Yeah. You know, so like a blood alcohol content. Right, exactly. Yeah. Ha, ha, but no, but, but dude, are you seeing the dark? Yeah. The, the, well, and the, the, so it gets it keeps going. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um, painting a fucking... Yeah, he talks about, you know, we used to joke together until sad tears would roll down her face and she would throw up. 
and who would clean it not dad he was too busy down at O'Grady's throwing up on his own so his dad's an alcoholic too Uh then he says yeah in fact until I was 13 I thought throwing up was a sign of maturity while the other kids were off sneaking cigarettes in the woods sneaking cigarettes I was behind the house with two fingers in my throat the only problem was I never got anywhere. So he's bulimic. He developed well, no, some yeah. sort of... Well, no, no. Well, he was trying to throw up because he thought right. it was... Like, that's what well, adults he de- do. Yeah, he developed... Yeah. yeah. And he's turning he's it into sick. a joke. Like, he's already starting to get sick. Yeah, and then he says, you know, my father caught me uh, until one day my father caught me, and just as he was giving a final kick to the stomach for luck, you know, his father so was abusive, an abusive alcoholic, yeah. he then threw up on his dad, uh, and he goes, that's right, I made it, I'm finally a man, but uh, it turned out I was wrong. Then... Totally changes changes the subject. He's not talking about his dad or about uh, his, that part anymore. Uh-huh. He goes right over to the only attention my father ever gave me, or that was the only attention that my father ever gave me. Yeah, but he was usually playing park with his sister, who we don't know about. Uh-huh. So you know, but uh, you know, talking to her. To, well, he was usually playing in the park with his sister. He says, "Yeah, he was usually too busy out in the park playing ball with my sister Rose." But today, I must say, thanks to those many hours of practice, my sister Rose has grown into a fine man. Right. Okay, you know, so right, like right. he he was neglected. Right. Like this is the story of a broken, broken man right. from early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, and then man. he talks about then he goes you know talking about uh, being in school and everybody beat him up. It became right. like the thing, you know. Keeps making little jokes about it, yeah. But like they're not even funny, right? You know, it's just really dark and sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that that whole uh, yeah, that new perspective on it brings a yeah. whole new shift. Like, what if his mom's not alive? Like, what what is so, going on? So now, honestly, yeah. Now, now I'm realizing. It is darker. Yeah, now I'm realizing I had a. I I wasn't looking into it deep enough because he wasn't. Yeah, I, I don't think he was killing. I think no, it, I think it's I think it was a delusional delusion. because the more he gets into it, the it's less it's just, really jokes, and the bigger the laughs got. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, you know, and we never we only hear the laughs when it you know when it's him at the bar doing it uh-huh. because you know when Jerry Lewis or Jerry Langford uh-huh. walks by the thing, all the sound is off. Right. So we don't right. know what's really happening. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. The news things they never say anything about him being funny or not uh-huh. they just said you know they all talk about what he said uh-huh. you know you all think this is funny now but you you know believe me tomorrow mm-hmm. you'll find out that i am crazy or something like that yeah and he literally tells them that he has him kidnapped somewhere you know so like they might not be laughing because this shit is dark oh that 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 makes me like the movie a lot more yeah well, there you go that brings it, I that could help brings the rating up stay tuned for the rating actually we can get to the rating right now. Are yeah, you I mean that's pretty much all I had for yeah. it. Um, that was really cool. That was a I, cool moment of, of uh, I know. breakdown both, on that. Yeah, both, that could be that could uh, that should go in the the best of 2019 for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, all right, so let's pull up. Uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, oh, uh, I have uh, De Niro's uh, the information on him being married. So he was oh. married to Diane Abbott. Okay. From this movie, from 76, when he did Taxi Driver, oh, wow. all the way to 88. Oh, wow. Divorced, two children. What? What? They have two kids. Okay. Then in 97, so 11 years later, mm-hmm. or no, I'm sorry, opposite way, nine years later, mm-hmm. uh, he married, oh, 97 also is the year oh, yeah, Jackie right. Brown came out. Uh, oh, yeah, he married they're... Grace Hightower, mm-hmm. and they are still currently married, but they're separated. Okay. Also, two children. Dude, De Niro's really good at keeping his private life uh, under wraps. I mean, my my wife knew it. 
She knew about she all this. She knew that he had kids? <laughs> yeah. Well, and she reads the married. blinds and shit. She's well, yeah, she just, she just I, is all about I, Honestly, I, I mean, shouldn't, <laughs> I'm shouldn't be saying that because I don't, you don't fucking, know. yeah. You didn't even hardly know. know who De Niro was before we started this yeah. podcast. No, that's not true. I, I knew know. De Niro. Come on like, now. Yeah, that's that guy that looks like me, me right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, no, I knew who he was because every, because I knew that I no matter what impression I do, everyone says, <laughs> you are you doing Robert De Niro? And I'm like, who is this guy? Damn. Yeah. I was trying to be the president of <laughs> just. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I really, I, I really wish that I, I had something. I had something I really there, wish but that I'll stop just for you. I'll not stop said for you. anything and just no, be no. like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Just I had, let no, it's okay. Go. I definitely had something, but I'll stop because okay. you asked me to stop. Just okay. for you, okay. Yeah, just, but I just definitely stop. had a. I, I definitely had something. I I believe you. Good. I believe you. Good. It would have killed. It would have killed. I. You know what? Good. Yeah. All hey, right, look, Rupert. look, 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 Rupert. I'm, I'm, I'm. I look, know. Hey, the numbers call, are. Call, the numbers are in. Call my, call my. The numbers are in. Okay. Have you? Hey, has secretary. your secretary seen my numbers? Okay. I, uh, you the know, I just haven't in. had time to. Uh huh. Okay. To listen to that yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, call no. my secretary. No, trust me. What, mom? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that was so dark, though. That was such a cool yeah. uh, revelation that we. That had, was pretty, man. pretty. That was ooh. One little thing. I mean. I was going to do a couple of cameo stuff. But, yeah, great. Uh, a big one is uh, Scorsese. Was one of, he was the it. director of the show. Uh, they're like, who's that. this guy? Or something, they were talking to the director, and uh, he's he's very young, very black-haired, big, bushy, black beard, Scorsese. See, you I know, can early, never catch young. Early 80s, young, late yeah, 70s, yeah. Uh, Scorsese. And then um, also... In a scene where Robert De Niro and Sandra Bernhard uh, are arguing in the street... There's three like street scum people. Some of the three, three of the street scum people that are mocking them while yeah. they're fighting. And that was the Three Stooges. No. Okay. Um, let's see if you know these names. I'm sure you do. Yep. I uh, do. I Mick, do. Mick Jones. Yep. Joe Strummer. Oh wow. And Paul Simonon. No shit. Really? Yeah. The Clash. The Clash. Was wow. as his favorite favorite bands that they were. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the, so he put them in there for. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's it was real quick. Right. So, right. Well, yeah. that's super cool. Wait, did you say Joe Strummer was one of them? Yeah. Man, how did I miss that? I don't know. And Paul, you si- watched it Simon and Simon and Simon and Yeah, you watched it twice. <laughs> I know. I, I mean it's, you know, it's real quick. So, anyway, um yeah, so let's get the the rating. Okay. Well, this is a first. Okay. Because I've had my opinion of the movie change as we've discussed it. All right, so this is the first time this has happened get, yet. Why don't we get the first rating? Okay. Or do you want give the give the official rating and then tell tell us what it was? No, I'll give the first it. rating. Okay. And then I'll say how much the revelation bumped okay. the rating like either that. way. I like that. The initial rating was going to be out of uh, a you know ten demo tapes. Ten demo tapes. Uh, it was going to be a flat five demo tapes. Oh, okay. Flat five, because. Parts of it very you interesting, like, but felt like it fell flat. Okay, so now the official canonized uh, rating post revelation, post in episode revelation. I give it seven. Whoa! Seven yeah, yeah. Jump it, it up. It moved it up into yeah. a, a a good movie. Yeah, All I right. like it. Yeah. So so before you didn't like it, you watched it twice still. I mean, the second time I was like in and out of napping, oh, but okay. you know, you know what I mean. 
I wasn't well, like, but I wasn't like. Yeah, attention. and you can't deny though. Everybody in this movie is great. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And De Niro's. I mean, yeah, De Niro's. Uh, it's terrifying. In top form, dude. Yeah. In a so, really weird way. Well, Subtle, there subtlety. You, yeah. So there you have it. Uh, that's all I really wanted to talk about. So I think it's about time to take a break, and we will come back with the reboot, king of comedy. Reboot, king of comedy. Hey, kids, are you ever tired of not getting reception when you're out and about on your damn cell phone? Your parents take it away because you didn't pass your class? Or maybe you just forgot to charge it? Well, now there's an answer. Fucking pay phones. Go up to a big old box. Who knows who peed in it? It doesn't matter. Use a pay phone. And we're back. Bryce. What? Have you ever used a payphone? Um, no, I was always afraid of the pee smell. <laughs> I didn't want to go in there. I don't, I was just thinking, I don't think I ever used a payphone. Uh, no, I, um, no, I can't think of a I mean, they really, time that I did. Yeah, because they really started disappearing I've by like the time we were. I've watched my mom use one. Yeah, but know? I mean, they were really disappearing by the time yeah. we you know we're able to drive right you know yeah 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 so, yeah no because i i think i had a cell phone by the time i was i was driving i'm there's, pretty sure there's certainly they are certainly relics of a yeah of an older time i mean you just don't even see them anymore right um all right well uh you know use a fucking payphone um do it kids i just remember uh carrot top doing the one eight hundred C C or C O L L E C T. What the fuck is commercials? That? Oh, the collect collect commercials. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was one of the yeah. ones. Him and uh, him and fucking uh, T- uh, Terry Bradshaw for some reason <laughs> yeah. would always uh, would do one of the because there was a bunch of those different yeah collect call yeah. kind of things yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, there was never actually... <laughs> it's amazing that we got a sponsor from payphones because I don't think payphones ever advertised. Right. They didn't used to need to, but I guess maybe they should have because now look at them. Huh. Out yeah. of business. Yep. That's what you get. Well, you know, once Superman movies started sucking, it really hit the payphones hard. That's true, though. That's a good point. <laughs> There's no more use for them, right? Yeah. You used to be able to go into one of those booths and change into a superhero. And- I'm pretty sure that's why they smell like piss. He's probably peeing in he's there. He's probably peeing in there. I he's mean, like, he's I super don't, fast. He's like, fuck, I need to pee. I, I mean, any, I've never... Anytime. Have you ever seen just like, a like Superman... While he's yeah. spinning, the poo is just... Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen a Superman comic where he uses the restroom? No. No, he can't because, because how are you going to get out it. of that that oney? Yeah. The onesie. Exactly. That's the only time when he's switching between he's the two. Switching. Exactly. Absolutely. We uh, we just uncovered something. And, well, and here's the other thing. Here's the other fun fact is that he never, never uses the bathroom when he's Clark Kent. So that's why he, because he's yeah. holding it the entire time. Did it's you ever like hear a, that? It's something that he, joke? it's like a, it's a decision he made. Yeah. You know? Did you ever hear the joke? Uh, so Superman's flying around and he sees uh, Wonder Woman lying uh-huh. naked in a field. Uh huh. And he's like, you know what? I'm oh, the fastest man alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he like. Yeah, I remember this one. This is an old zips school. Down, this yeah, is an old schoolyard joke. Zips down, bangs her and moves out. Uh huh. And then uh, Wonder Woman says, did you feel that? And the Invisible Man says, uh, no, but my asshole really hurts. 
That's classic. That's classic. That's a classic '90s schoolyard. <laughs> yeah. Kids hearing that one and fucking saying that shit. That and a bunch of Aggie jokes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, let's get to the reboot recast. Let's fucking do it, dude. All right. So um, I figure uh, we do De Niro. I mean, we do uh, R- do Rupert we, Pupkin. Do, do we really need to do De Niro, though? We, I don't know. <laughs> Rupert Pupkin. Yeah. Um, Jerry Langford. Yeah. And Masha. Sarah Bernhardt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. Uh, start at the top or start it with uh, Masha? Start at Masha. Okay. Let's build to the top. Let's see here. Okay. Masha. Insane. Mm-hmm. Somebody that can be really, really nutty in a very uncomfortable way. With, um, with a distinct look about them. Yeah, you know, because you don't want like uh, super hot or yeah, anything like that. Because like they wouldn't be turned down, probably. Well, no, and that's that, not why. Well, it's just, yeah, but yeah, it just takes yeah. It's it needs to have a, a sense of reality. Yeah, I know because but because in real life they wouldn't be turned down. Yeah, I mean, like if you're if you're casting, you know, um, Scarlett Johansson or something like that, it's like okay, I think that they would be fine with that. <laughs> Maybe I, they'd have to get a restraining order after, but like I don't think. You know, let's be honest. You know. Yeah, I just... So, I'm sorry, I just thought of one that I don't think I'm going to say. <laughs> no, just... That's why, but that's why uh, I lost train of... That's why okay. I got distracted. Well, um, let's see here. Who is... I mean, it would have to... You know, maybe uh, like a Kristen Shaw. Well, she's already played that a little bit, right? Yeah, with, a little uh, bit with the Flight, Flight of the, the Concords. But that is a good... Uh, yeah, you know she could probably be pretty nutty. We, That's we know, you know, honestly, really pretty, good. Pretty, pretty dead on. The shoe fits, you know, or even um, somebody else that might be able to to grab onto. Actually, it I is. think she would do honestly really good with that with that monologue scene. Which yeah, I think she'd be. I think that's. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Yeah, really. or uh, the other one I was thinking was uh, Lauren Lapkus. Ooh, ooh, yeah. All right, well. We'll either one to, of those would either one of those women they're, they're both really talented and really yeah. funny but like also like if you're that funny uh-huh. you could act yeah and it exactly. could be you know that line Ooh. I, you know what i'm i want to give it to lapkiss because she needs more okay screen time okay like she, she i'm did, into that she deserves more screen time she, people yeah. more people should know about her i like i'm gonna go with lapkiss all right so uh next do we want rupert or do we want jerry um uh jerry Okay, um, my thought. Uh huh. Jerry Seinfeld. It's not bad. I mean, the the only thing is, like, he can't act. He would be cracking a smile the whole time, I, even feel, when he's being yeah. serious. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> it works on but Seinfeld. Does he really need to? The, actually, Jerry. I think Jerry could very well play off. Like, if he knows, like, if he approached it like Jerry Lewis did, and was literally just yeah. like, "I'm gonna be myself." in these situations yeah. and i feel like jerry he's, might be a little bit of a dick yeah you know, exactly like, i think he'd you know, be could be well i mean not it's, necessarily it's a not dick, a matter of a dick I mean. but yeah. but you know that he's he, over it he's not well a he's over it and you know that he's not afraid of telling somebody yeah fuck to off. leave him yeah. alone yeah i'm, I'm doing something yeah like me. please yeah. get out of here you're delusional i mean i think that's a pretty good i think fit. it's good it's the right age Oof. he was big in the 90s which would have been like you know yep would have been now yeah, yeah, yeah we're making it now he's like older now and that yeah. kind of shit he's yeah um yeah that, i like it man i like that i kind of like it yeah i'm going with that i like i like it okay so we'll go with that okay so uh rupert pupkin all right 
So this is now in the movie he says in the movie he says he's thirty four. Thirty four, right? Which maybe De Niro was or wasn't at that time. I guess he probably was. Sure, but uh, I mean he he still looks older. He just well, what I I mean, I'm thirty two. I don't look like a man, man, the way that like De Niro does. But like who does? But who does? Yeah. Um, I he's always kind of looked like that. I had a thought. Okay. Um, and uh, I had the thought before, like when I was watching it, and Uh then um. I read uh, a little factoid about it uh, that also kind of nailed it down for me. Okay. Steve Carell. Too old. I mean, yeah, he's 40-something, but it doesn't mean that he has Steve to be that young. 50. Because, or yeah, 50. But it doesn't matter. He could be that because the whole point yeah, is, is that I don't have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's you know? true. And like, he has that, well, what's he has the, that what's air the of desperation. That, yeah. Steve Carell is a huge fan of this film. Oh and wow! Partially based his performance in Foxcatcher on De Niro in this film. Okay, so oh, well, I mean that sounds kind of kismet then. Yeah, I mean he is a little old for that. So if we wanted to go younger, you know, in their thirties, you know, it needs to be somebody, you know, like I mean, well, dude, what about David Harbor? Too big, too menacing. Too. I mean, not that De Niro's not. Uh, you know, a tough, menacing-looking guy or whatever. They kind of, right, right. they kind of do take away his um, gruffness a little bit with In that mustache. This, yeah. But well, David Harbor the... is just he, David Harbor is just so tall and big. Yeah. You know, I think that's a little bit much. And yeah. let's try not to just look at the people from Stranger Things because they're the first people oh, to yeah, pop yeah. up on your. Actually, list. honestly, no. He he's not the first one that popped up. He's <laughs> actually number uh 98 he's down 39 spots this week <laughs> all right so i scrolled down for you baby all right i just happened to see him and was like well, maybe um you know i'm thinking like um i mean like uh, dicaprio might be able to pull something like that off but he's a little old and he's too much and he's we been used you know, too much yeah we use him a lot or, or we use him, but it is i mean scorsese and dicaprio yeah, uh, there's there's DiCaprio some... basically is scorsese's new uh, yeah I De mean, Niro. if if if, DiCap- if Scorsese was going to do it again, he probably would cast him. Absolutely, you know, um, you know that he would. I mean, there's obvious, you know, the people that could crush this part like would be like a Christian Bale could crush it. Ooh, uh, I would love to see Bale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just love to see Bale in anything. I mean, I would love to see Bale play Norman Bates. Yeah, um, you know, maybe um, maybe like a Daniel Radcliffe. You know, I just don't know. He's just a little. He needs to be somebody that you wouldn't see as like he, i don't think right. he's he's uh the thing with him i don't think he's like the way that de niro was uncomfortable right you know, that that uncomfortable comfortableness especially yeah, 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 in yeah, the yeah. delivery of the stuff right like very uh you know the movements are very robotic right you know and uh I, so i don't really think that would work as well what mm, do you think what about this is a kind of an oddball one Okay. We've, we've never talked about this guy, and he's kind of he's kind of on a comeback trail right now. What about Gerard Butler? Um, you think he's got the chops or something like that? Yeah, I, I think he might, but like, I just think he's again a little too gruff. Well, he's got the. I mean, I think you can tone down his gruffness. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, like, uh, well, see, Harbor's I, I like a fucking manimal. Older, I mean, see, because like, I really like Steve Carell for it. For a lot of those reasons, but like again, if we're trying to get to like, I keep thinking of older people because mm-hmm. uh, wow, I just brain farted because I had it and then I lost it. Um, I was gonna say, uh, 
All right, I lost it. <laughs> I forgot who it was, but they were they were older. Let's too. try to let's try to track. I said Gerard Butler. Yeah. About oh, Gerard. Michael C. Hall. But like you know, he's already played Dexter, so he's already played oh, a sociopath. Oh, okay. He could like you know get real creepy. You know, again, yeah. a little, a little older. That's not bad. I mean, if we're talking people that Scorsese, like, he's also not a big star. Like that's the thing we haven't really. What got. about what about Brad Pitt? Oh, definitely too old. And I don't what, too I, older. Than, I mean, what, well, the thing Carell? about Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt is good in when he's good, and he's not when he's not. But he's also. Oh. Not, I don't think he has the chops to really. Pull in the nuance of the you don't performance. Think so? I, I, I don't, don't think you're giving Pitt enough credit. I think well, the problem is that Pitt just is Pitt. He is. He you know? is. He is Pitt. It and like, bo- and, and for Pitt, some reason, which it works really me. well. It works really well yeah. when he's cast right. I don't think this is the the move for that. What about? Because you know, De Niro's pretty much De Niro when he when he's doing this even. But but it's uh, it still there's a nuance works. that yeah. he yeah that he's able to channel and or or harness. What about Keanu, dude? I mean, again, we're we're still I on the older that, side of it, right? But we already determined that doesn't necessarily matter. Man, and I, I think, think that that would be. Off. Oh my God! I just got it. Who? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I, I want to see Nick Cage. Oh, uh, I would love to see. Honestly, I would love to see that. Nick Cage do everything, Anything, right? Because he will. And we never use him for. Yeah, he's older. We, yeah, exactly. but is he too old? He's probably definitely too yeah, old. He's old. And the look, but dude, he can. He, would, he can he do would it. Be terrifying. He would be absolutely terrifying, and like he would probably. Actually, I think that this it. role is kind of perfect for him. Yeah, he could do a lot with this. Maybe if it was in the just ni- think of the choices. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would love to see the kind of choices he would make with it. Yeah, personally. I mean, I do really like that. So I mean, what, I'm going to go with that those, one. Yeah, I like I, mean, I like your Steve Carell. I like my Nick Cage, and yeah. this is what we can do. We can throw it up to the people. Yeah. You let us know. Let and us I know that, Yeah, there might be somebody that would fit real well in this that is of the correct age, the you know, right, early right, 30s, right. mid 30s. But but I you know, I'm just not pulling it. Really, yeah. You know, but yeah, that does work. What about Milo Kanakifasikihiki, the dude from This Is Us? Fuck that guy. Why? I don't like him. Why? He talks out of the side of his mouth. <laughs> I have a thing about the people look, that talk the weird. mustache. Uh, he looks in like this De Niro. Is ah, no, fuck that guy. I don't like it. Really? I don't, don't think he's like good. I don't think he's I good. Think he's, he's good. I don't think he's good. He played Stallone's kid or whatever yeah, in Rocky no. Six. Or you whatever. know why? Because he talks out the fucking side of his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I like him. I think you're being harsh. No. You know, like one him. day you're gonna meet this guy, and he's gonna he's gonna because he is such a big fan of this, he's gonna have heard it, and he's gonna want to punch you in the face. And you know what? Let him. And I'll be like, you know, you, you punch pretty strong for a guy who's supposed to be dead for the past 10 seasons on that shit show. That show really bombed after the first season. Yeah, of course it did. I <laughs> knew it was going to. Yeah, I really liked the first Because the writers didn't everything. know the writers didn't know where to go with it. They yeah. were all that was They that, got picked up for three more fucking seasons. Wait, it's still going to be on? Yeah, for three more seasons. Who is still watching this show? I don't know. Parents, like old parents. No, that thing was a total like Twin Peaks thing where it was like as soon as they revealed the thing me and ash lost interest before they even did the death <laughs> yeah we well, were like this is enough of the i remember sappiness. not caring like everybody's like who how did he die and i was like i don't think that matters the story is so good and then after they revealed how he died like all of a sudden like the stories weren't good right and then it was like i'm pissed because like now we finally got rid of Moga, and i was like good he's fucking dead we don't have to fuck with that guy anymore and now all of a sudden we're going further back in time and now he's in nom go fuck yourself i don't want to see this shit because they don't know what they're doing with it stay dead dude they don't 
don't know what they're doing with it. The writers don't know what they're yeah, doing. It's with not it. good. So they're reaching and they're that stretching. That being said, I, and still, I saw that coming a, a mile away. That being and said, and also and also, how many times can you make every fucking thing the most dramatic fucking thing <laughs> ever? Every fucking episode. Something ends up being the most romantic thing yeah. ever. No, you can't make every single one a hard <laughs> strings. Week, on a very special episode of yeah. This Is Us, Kevin gets a hangnail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or or the fat guy eats hey, a piece. This is just like when I was 10 the and I got a hangnail yeah. and remember how remember dad that, made it better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, dad who's dead. Right. Ex- <laughs> exactly. That's it. Oh. Exactly. And it's like, dude, no. 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 <laughs> you know? Or this has been This Is Us chatting. Right, right, right. Anyway, yeah, we got off on a tangent there. Talking anyway, us. Right. So anyway, we love uh I think we but we both kinda like this movie and then hit us with the plugs. I don't know. What do you want to yeah. do? Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, no, not really. You know? Yeah. Um let us know what you think about this movie. Let us know what you think about uh us. In general, not let us this know is what us. you think about this is us. Yeah, or, or you, you can let us know that too. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, or at least just let us know you're still watching it, so right. we know why it's still yeah, on. Yeah, and, and tell us why. Yeah, and then we'll laugh at you for yeah, being wrong. Very, very hard. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Movie Gap. Did you? And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's basically all I got to to say, Bryce. Me uh, too, except for one thing. What? Not in space.